It's now time for the Rural News with Susan Murray. Kia ora, Susan. Bay of Plenty and Tairawhiti regions seem to have escaped the worst of the forecast torrential rain today. Good afternoon, Charlotte. To date, yes, it appears so. Rainfall watches, however, are in place through to this evening. The totals over the past 24 hours are ranging from 70 to 150 millimetres of rain in Bay of Plenty and 300 millimetres north of Gisborne. Farmers in the eastern Bay of Plenty are reporting some surface flooding, but nothing to cause concern. Gerard Van Beek farms 650 cows at Awakiri. One of the rivers is getting close to its first warning level. Um, we would probably see that three or four times a year. There's minor surface flooding, but uh, again, it's nothing unusual. Um, the bottom of our farm normally goes under about three or four times a year, and it's normally cleared in about 24 to 48 hours. And we've virtually seen no flooding this time because it's been so slow and steady. Gerard Van Beek says it had even been getting a little dry. And to Te Tarawhiti, where farmers and growers are pleased to see a good drop of rain after a few very dry months. Tolaga Bay sheep, beef and deer farmer Peter Reeves says the rainfall will help spring growth to feed the young animals. It's a welcome rain. It's a warm rain. It's stimulated the grass growth and the ground is crusted up. So it hasn't run off because of so much um, pugging on the sides of the hills. So um, it's all being captured up there. So the little mouths of sheep and calves are actually um, leading this just to keep them going. This will set us up until um, Christmas time now, that's right. Peter Reeves, standing by an electric fence by the sounds of it, he says that it should help with the feed supplies which were a bit stressed through the most current dry spell. Jeff Thorpe, Managing Director of Gisborne Vine Nursery River Sun, says the new rain will top up the soil again and is soaking in nicely and evenly. He says while there is some surface water, it's not the deluge they've seen before and it should help the new crops sown last week. And weather in the South Island, Central Otago cherry orchardists hammered with extreme winds last week were out fighting the season's first frost this morning, just as full bloom is being reached. 45 South oversees 200 hectares of orchards and Chief Executive Tim Jones says last week's winds caused widespread damage to bird netting protecting the trees. He estimates 15 to 20% of all cherry structures were damaged, about 200 hectares, and with netting costing $50,000 a hectare, repairs will be costly. But last Thursday we had perhaps the strongest winds that I've ever experienced come through, uh, particularly the Cromwell Basin and Central Otago. Um, so there's a, a lot of work going on right now uh, just trying to assess the level of damage. I think the nets will be impossible to fix in time for the season because there won't be enough materials around. So people will have to be thinking about alternative methods of bird control. Uh, and then this morning, of course, with that uh, poor bad weather last week and a bit of snow on the hills, we had our first frost of the season. A lot of guys have been up frost fighting. So only, only minus one, minus one and a half. So that's all pretty manageable at this time of the year. Tim Jones says despite the current weather challenges, the sector still hopes for a record production season as a lot of new trees are now producing. As you may have heard in the business news, dairy company Sinlay's profit is down 111% due to softer consumer demand. It's reported a net loss after tax for the year to July of $4.3 million. Sinlay also locked in its final milk price for last season at $8.22 a kilogram of milk solids in line with Fonterra's payout. Company Chief Executive Grant Watson says it's been a tough year which is reflected in the poor financial result. 
the main drivers a significant drop in infant formula demand and we expect that to continue into FY24. Clearly impacts from COVID weather related events and CO2 and of course uh, we continue to challenge our cost base and make sense of a very, very high inflationary environment. He also addressed the situation with A2, the specialty milk company which cancelled its exclusive supply agreement with Sinlay last week. Grant Watson says Sinlay has disputed the move and farmers shouldn't be concerned. There is very, very strong demand for A2 milk uh, and so um, with our farmers they should take comfort that demand will continue. Uh, we've had active engagement with uh, with our farmers uh, and we've relayed exactly those messages that there's strong demand for A2 milk. Uh, we've got good contracts in place with our farmers uh, and we expect that those will continue. Grant Watson says Sinlay's focus is on returning the business to profit next year. The final Zespri chartered shipment of this season's gold and green kiwi fruit has left the port of Tauranga bound for Japan. Zespri has used 51 charter vessels this season. Four went to Northern Europe, eight to the Mediterranean, two to North America, and 37 to Asia. Export trade numbers are just over 40% down this season. About 140 million trays will be sent offshore compared to a record 201 million trays two seasons ago. Chief Operating Officer Jason to break says the season is ending about eight weeks ahead of last year and it's hoped this will avoid end of season quality issues which affected the exporter in the 2022-23 season. And just lastly, Australia has given up the fight to eradicate varroa mite, the deadly honeybee parasite, deciding instead to try to manage its spread. Since the mite was first discovered in Australia in June last year, about 30,000 hives have been destroyed in a bid to eradicate it. But the National Management Group has discovered the mite is more widespread than initially thought and has probably been in the country for a lot longer than first thought, making eradication impossible. And that's the Rural News for today.